Hey everybody, this is Steve. And this is Parnell. And this is Flippin' and Mashing, episode 33. That's a unique number in the Illuminati world. Is it? <laughs> I didn't know that. Let's not go down that rabbit trail. Right, you got it. <laughs> so last time, you were going to start talking about your amazing trip down to uh, Chris's basement where he has how many machines? Um, I want to say his basement has 26, but he has maybe 24, but he has games at other people's houses. Okay. As well. Wait, wait, stop. You said, so he has 26 down there, but he has, tw- what do you mean by 24? I, I don't know if it was 24 or 26 in his basement. Okay. But he has more games in other people's basements. Gotcha. All right. Oh, okay. Let's go, let's do the story, but we got a cracker. Yeah, yeah. What do you got there? So I have cut out most soda, uh, soda pop slash energy drinks. Okay. Uh, so this is, this is called Bubbler. This is a pretty much sparkling flavored water with energy. Oh, really? And it restores your balance. Does it have caffeine in it? Natural caffeine. Natural caffeine. Um, Was that tea? I, I don't know. Let's read it. Um, it has Red Bull. I'm just kidding. I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Stevia explant, stevia extract, green coffee extract. Yeah, it just has a bunch of quote unquote stuff taken from plants. Okay. I don't know. Gotcha. There's no soy in it though either, so I can organic. eat it or drink it. Mm-hmm. But they're not too bad. Uh-huh. And it has about 70 milligrams, so it is kind of like an energy drink. Sure. So. I, I hear you. Um, if she keeps buying them, I will keep drinking them. I, <laughs> I might have to cut stuff. coffee out because it does kind of wind me up a lot mm-hmm. in the morning. So we'll see how that goes. I might try that tomorrow. What do you mean it winds you up in the morning? It gets me, it gets my body like way too. Amped? Like, yeah. Okay. So like my, my heart will start racing a little bit. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe I just can't have more than like one cup. Maybe it's sure. instead of two cups. And here's the other hard part. I love the smell of coffee. I love the taste mm. of coffee. Uh, I have coconut coffee creamer because it doesn't have soy in it. But um, I love the idea of coffee. Sure. Love it. Yeah. It's delicious. Now mm. that I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we also have oversized coffee cups. Okay. So they're probably in reality two to two and a half times bigger than a standard eight ounce coffee cup sure so you're not just drinking one coffee you're drinking two and then i have two of those and so maybe it's actually four but the oversized cups are really cool and it feels good to hold yeah no totally and we have yeah. special <laughs> christmas ones my wife loves sure. christmas so we have special christmas ones and we have one that has like the mustache for him and the lips for her mm-hmm. and i always hijack hers <laughs> Do <you? laughs> yeah. um and i think I'm just getting too much caffeine right in the morning. Okay. So I might have to calm down off that. Maybe maybe I, I do have a, a Jeep coffee mug that is the standard size. And then my mom for Christmas got me one where you put hot coffee or hot whatever in it. And it's black with little eyes. So it looks like darkness with little eyes looking at you. And then as the... What do you mean? Okay. So the coffee cup is black with just little eyes everywhere. Little white eyes. Okay. Sure. And then you put hot fluid in it. Uh-huh. And then the coffee cup turns colors and you see a forest with all these nice animals. Oh, crazy. Like owls and sure. rabbits and fox uh-huh. and stuff. And then when it gets cold again, it goes black and you just have the eyes staring at you. Well, that's cool. I used to have a Star Trek one. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and my mom broke it. She put it in the dishwasher <laughs> and uh, it wrecked the color changing. So now they're just always there. Mm-hmm. And I was so mad. I might, I think I was going to chuck it. But if we're switching back to standard cups, I should keep it. Okay. 
There we go. Anyway, that's my f- body analysis of this week. <laughs> this bubbler. <laughs> I didn't say the flavor. Twisted elixir. Raspberry lime and citrus. Twisted elixir. That's a cool name. It's, pro- it's from Diablo. Sponsored. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <laughs> that's how we justify it it's from diablo they made, they made it but actually yeah, it does have a lot more flavor than normal sparkling water it looks like it does i mean just the branding on it alone makes it look, look like it has uh, it tastes like elixir i mean flavor. it's pretty sweet it's like robitussin <laughs> um i i drank all my cool drinks before the podcast so i had to go scrounge around real quick and find something to drink and all i found was a coke zero i was like people aren't gonna want to hear about stupid coke zero so I, uh, I grabbed some whiskey as well. So <laughs> it's not even enough to do any damage, but it's it's some whiskey. So we'll mix this up here real quick. I thought that I might have to go get some so I can get wild. <laughs> I, I'm hoping it doesn't too much do too much damage. We'll find out here in a little bit. <laughs> All right, let's get on with the show. You went okay. down to uh, where, where does he live now? <clears throat> what city? Ooh, like Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. Way it's six or it's six hours, but how far away is that from Madison? Is it like, like no near Madison? Okay, so no, it's not. No, it's Milwaukee, but maybe maybe it's an hour, hour and a half from Madison. Okay, okay, so it's near Milwaukee. You're saying it's like an hour from Milwaukee, like forty five minutes. Okay, all right. It's r- pretty close. I stopped at his house when I picked up Lord of the Rings in Chicago because sure. Then I just stayed there overnight. Mm-hmm. Dropped down in the morning to go grab it. All right. So take us through the story. You go. So we planned this weekend out. It was an extended weekend. Uh huh. So my. We had Friday and Monday off. So we were going to go like, I think we were going to leave Thursday. And then <coughs> to go down there, then come back Monday. Mm-hmm. And then <coughs> we found out that Chris was going to be gone until I think Friday. So we ended up just leaving Friday morning. Okay. Um, I was worried because we have... Uh, she so just your wife went one. down with you? Oh, yeah. The whole family. Except okay. the dog. We left his dumb ass at home. <laughs> <clears throat> I was worried. It was a six-hour car ride without stop. So I was kind of freaked out. Baby's going to handle it. Yeah. Baby's never been on a trip this long mm-hmm. in a car. We've only driven about you know, two, two and a half hours down to the cities. And there's been a couple of trips where that two hours was crying the whole time. Mm. <laughs> so we left in the morning, maybe about eight or nine, kind of when she was about to take another nap because she was up at, you know, five or six. Sure. Um. On the way down, she slept almost two hours. Then Nikki jumped in the back uh, seat with her to kind of keep her company and play or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then we stopped and ate lunch and then kind of finished up the last couple hours. So it was probably it probably was about a seven-hour trip with a couple stops. Um, but then, you know, we stopped. I mean, that, to that's eat a lunch. real endeavor for someone that small. I mean, that's a long. It's time. a long time to be strapped into a car seat for sure. For um, sure. luckily. Well, Chris's son doesn't walk yet uh, without help, but once she got to their house, she was just zipping around. Good. Um, Chris was hosting a league night Saturday night. So the goal was we'd get there, and uh, me and Chris were just going to work on games Friday and then Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, he had three System 11s, I want to say. He had three pinball games in his living room up on the first floor. Mm-hmm. And then the basement was just stacked with games, and we actually had to bring one down. I think maybe it was after league. Maybe it was like Sunday morning. Now, just to pause for a second, the three games that are up in his first level, are those like unique games that are, are there his favorite games, or why are they up there? His uncle 
uh, was selling their house, and so he had to move those games out of his house. Mm-hmm. And um, so he put them in his living room to hold them until he had a new place to put them. Okay. Because there technically is no room in the basement. Um, so that's why they're up there. It's because yeah. there's no way to put them downstairs. Yeah, I suggested to him that he gets rid of those exercise machines that no one uses, but <laughs> why, why, I don't know why he would why he would take that and actually do something with it. Sure. Because you potentially could use them. Oh, yeah. After three oh, or four there. years yeah, anyone of not using them, them technically. Why, why you wouldn't you just put on an invite and say, hey, do you want exercise? You can come on in here <laughs> and use these. What, what I should have done was just like, I don't really care about pinball, Chris. I'm just going to use your exercise. Yeah, machine. there you go. <laughs> he spent the whole time <laughs> on the elliptical machine. Nah, yeah. nah. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Um, he kind of moved his games around. Like uh, Ghostbusters used to be close to the elliptical. Now it's on the other side. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I think Bubble Hockey got moved out of the basement. His arcade game got moved out of the basement. So it's pretty much all pinball. Um, we did work on a crazy amount of games. We He had recently purchased a, a System 11 Fire. And so we were working on that. And um, I've seen a Fire. Uh, they had one at a local pizza shop. That it was really run down. It didn't work very good. When was this? When you were young? No, this was like... A year and a half ago, uh, I was with uh, Jesse down at there's pizza place next to his house. Seriously? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's. St- I don't know if the, the game. <gasps> they used to have there. a South Park when when I've been to Hugo's. When I went, there was only one game there, and that was that fire game. Okay, it's yeah. it's really annoying because that bell goes off all the time. There's just a bell on top, sure, and it dings, and, and it just, goes off on its own. Yep, it's just ding, 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 well, ding. Oh, they have it turned off. Probably, I, I didn't hear it. At drive all. people crazy. Makes sense, but it it looked really run down. It looked really beat up. But go ahead, sorry. Yeah, there's some special stuff to that game where the two sides of the game going up the playfield they're buildings, mm-hmm. but it's one piece of mold, like molded plastic. Right. So instead of uh, like new newer games or any game from the '90s and on, hell, most games just have a single piece of plastic, and then when it needs to be 3D. They just put like a little post and they keep stacking single layers of plastic. Okay. <clears throat> uh, I'd have to show you a game uh, like Medieval Madness or something to, to kind of let you see what this is like. Okay. But instead, what they did on fire was like they literally, like a ramp, how a ramp is molded to be like that 3D look so the ball runs in it. Sure. They molded buildings in this one piece of plastic. And then it also was a partial ramp, which oh, is a so horrible it's a t- idea. Okay. Because what happens is when the ball is nailing this plastic, it cracks or breaks the plastic. Mm-hmm. Well, then your entire piece is bad. Mm. And they don't make these. So there's no reproductions. Uh, you have to just try to fix it. And so I'm assuming there's a bunch of fires that are just being parted out mm-hmm. because uh, once, that's, once that's bad enough... There's really no way to fix it unless you make no it all yourself. no one's making uh, like a third-party version of this. Nope. Okay. Uh, I hope uh, like P- Planetary Pinball owns the Williams license stuff. I would hope that they would start doing this, but it's taking them years to get anything remade. Okay. Just because they either have to dig through the molds or f- try to sell stuff that is going to make money first. Mm-hmm. Where there might not have been a lot of fires, and so if they're only going to sell 50 and it costs... I don't know, $100,000. Why would you make them? Is his damaged? Yes. Okay. A little bit. 
and they're not bad, but they are, you know, that's the thing you have to, also, if you make a protector for it, then you're going to help the longevity of it. Right. There's not a protector for it. Okay. At any rate, he also... And again, is that just because it's just uh, a game that doesn't have a high volume, or there's not a lot of them? It's a mix of that. There's a there's not a lot of them. It's not a common game. Um, and to have protectors made, like by Cliffy or somebody, uh, for him to quickly make a protector, it needs to be a little easier. Like, uh, like if it's a trough scoop, or just a scoop or a saucer hole, he just makes a flat not like a washer but it's a flat piece of steel or aluminum and it's done you know he makes the holes where it needs to be screwed in where this is going to need to be kind of bent and angled and sure uh he cliffy himself would have to have the game at his house to then design the protector however since it's plastic and it's clear at that spot where the ball hits and rolls uh you kind of want a clear protector sure Otherwise, if Another you use a metal one, it blocks the light or it blocks what's below it. Makes sure. Yeah, it makes sense. Oh, my goodness. So, in reality, I was telling Chris, I'm like, you could rivet together if you, you know, or you get a piece of P-tag or whatever, and you could kind of flame bend pieces and you could kind of mold it yourself. But we'll see. He doesn't, he doesn't have time for a while. I don't think he's back home till like, summer with some time to mess with it mm-hmm. but i'm curious if anybody else has has uh worked on a fire and has made any sort of protection for that because that's a hard spot to protect because it's that one piece of clear so you kind of have to he was thinking about putting support underneath it but then the the ball still is hitting the original plastic right i my thing was kind of like making a super thin either you sandwich it the original or you put it on top to let that take the hit. I guess that's what, that's what I was picturing. Yeah, I'll have to show you. Too. Uh, it will have to be kind of thin to work on the top. It's it's very unique. All right. Well, you heard it here first, listeners. If you know of anyone who has come up with something, go ahead and comment uh, below or in. Yeah, be interesting to pass messages. that on. Yeah. He also got a roller games, which is a super fun one. Probably one of the roller games. Yeah. So, so that is a game. Yeah. I, I call it Roller Disco when I talk to Chris just to piss just, him off. Just to make him angry. <laughs> yeah. And it makes him angry, so it's doing its job. <laughs> um, and that is a Steve Ritchie design. Uh-huh. And it has the three flippers, and it's about r- roller games. I mean, like the roller skating uh, battle. Like What are they called? Were they? Yeah, they... Yeah, you wear pads and you're elbowing and shoving each other to try to get first place. Yeah, I'm um, talking about. I forget what it's called, but yeah. roller battles? No, no, I, I don't remember what it's called. We have it here locally. The unique roller part, derbies. Roller derbies. Yep. There we go. The unique part about this is it has a ton of licensing on it, like uh, Sunkist and Coca-Cola and all these big names. Hmm. And so to get the playfield recreated, I don't know if they're going to be able to do it because I'm assuming you have to get those licensor approvals. Yeah. But okay, so who, who makes this now? Williams. Okay. So when you say recreating, are you referring to like a version two? No, no, no. Like uh, there's a company called Classic Playfield Reproductions, mm-hmm. and they make playfields. Like they rescan original playfield, they'll recolor, try to, they remake the playfield like new, mm-hmm. and then they sell them because everybody's old playfields are blown out or whatever. Right. 
Um, well, yeah, I, I guess if you're going to sell a product with somebody else's name on it, you're going to have to get their licensing approvals. So we'll see if they can do it. Mm-hmm. I think the I don't remember. Or the worst that could happen is they just cr- come up with a made up orange pop or, or, or <clears throat> made up whatever else. Yeah. And that's not the worst case. Uh, T- Taxi is a game, and they had mm-hmm. Marilyn Monroe on it mm-hmm. on the first run. And then I think her likeness said no. So they sure. changed the color to red hair, mm. and then they just changed the name. Smart. And so they didn't, all they had to do was change one you know, pass of color, mm-hmm. and then it wasn't Marilyn anymore. But when you see a taxi for sale, people ask, is it the Marilyn version or the redhead? Sure. But I don't think the plastics have... Any licensing on them? And I want to say they got recreated. What is it called? It's not roller derby. It's called roller, roller games. games. Describe it. So you got three flippers. Yeah, there's two at the bottom like normal. There's one on the upper right, and there's a magnet in front of it. Nice. So what does the magnet do? So <clears throat> there's a special shot where the ball hits a saucer, gets fired up into a kind of a ramp. The ramp drops the ball above the flipper, and then they say, don't flip. And the ball rolls down, hits the magnet, gets stuck, right? The magnet holds it. And then you hit the flipper button. And it knocks and it, it off. Like and it's supposed to go up a ramp across the play field to uh, a ball lock. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. It, uh, I only know, this is, it's only like a couple games that do that where it holds the ball and it waits for you to flip. Right. Like knocking it off a tee. Yeah. <clears throat> I rebuilt the flippers. And um, tried to align that so it was uh, more accurate because a lot of the times the um, the flipper would move a little bit forward and the ball wouldn't sit nice on the magnet. So when you hit the flipper, it wouldn't make the ram shot. Mm-hmm. I got it to be like 80 to 90%. Um, but in league, when I played it and I let the magnet save it, mm-hmm. it didn't work. So that was sweet. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> it doesn't happen all the time. Happens just sometimes. Hmm. But uh, it's a super fun game. What were some of the games that you were uh, messing with, like repairing? So Fire we worked on, Roller Games. What else did we... I had to fix something on uh, Comet. There was a scoop that was shooting out that he said kept shooting it down the middle. So like the scoop would shoot, and it would... Just miss the flippers, go Just right down the middle. every single time. And the hard part with those old games, there's no ball save whatsoever. Sure. So, uh, I think what I found out was the scoop itself, there's some spot welds, and they had broken off. So the ball would get shot up, rattle around in the scoop, and then it would just kind of shoot out uh, at different angles. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I changed, I checked the... The way the ball was hit by the coil, I checked the scoop. Everything was good. I was able to get it to shoot to the left flipper a bunch in a row, and then all of a sudden it would go to the right, and then went down the middle. So every single time the ball got hit, it wasn't consistent. Mm. But when I saw that the metal was kind of broken, I was like, oh, well, get your welder out. Sure. Um, okay, well, e- even then, so you messed with it a little bit so that it's always not going down the center. It has the opportunity to go to one of the flippers. Yeah, <clears throat> again, it's random. It's not 50-50. It's less than that, but it still happened in league. People had it go down the middle. Well, that sucks. But, uh, yeah. Do they have the opportunity to bump fast enough? You could if you knew that it was going to happen. Sure. 
But if you didn't know what was happening, so you get caught by surprise. kind of knew, right? So, mm-hmm. like, I'd hold my flipper up and just kind of nudge the machine a tad when so I knew it was going to So you stayed for Saturday? Up. We stayed till Sunday. Okay, so you... Uh, that's, I see, I didn't think that you stayed until the actual league, but, but all right, go on. Oh, we'll yeah. We'll get to that straight. Yeah, we play league. Good. What else we worked out? I... There was a bunch of games that we kind of did some tweaks to. Uh, I think it's Radical. Played a lot of Radical, Elvira and the Party Monsters, because I couldn't figure it out. Dr. Dude. Dr. Dude, that's a cool name. It's at the Taco Barcade place. Okay. And then I played a buttload of Diner, just because that's another rare game that you don't see a whole lot. And it's kind of unique with some of the shots but there's like Gorbachev and stuff there's like a bunch of characters on it that wouldn't fly today if sure. you made it uh they're not racist but there's it's very stereotypical of like i think it's an indian character and with the voice like like a boo from yeah or a poo from simpsons so they it probably wouldn't fly today i don't think a pinball company would make one today like that no you would want to be as pc as possible yeah exactly I played his Ghostbusters, and it played so different from mine that it pissed me off. Why? Why did, why did it play so different? Is it I don't know. a different I mean, version? No, every game is different. We have the same premium. That's strange. His Medieval Madness plays way different than mine. So what happened was, before League, I didn't play on them, because I was like, oh, I own I, those I games. I game, Whatever. Sure. Played on them. Same with ACDC. It was just like, what the fuck is wrong with your games? They're way faster or slower? Like, what, what? what was weird about them? Uh, Could maybe. it be the angle? It could be. I've never really, you know, leveled my games. Okay. I make sure that the ball doesn't roll left to right, really, but uh-huh. the back legs, I don't really, like, I don't know. Sure. Unless unless there's a problem, I don't really change my stuff. Mm-hmm. But even his Metallica, ACDC, all those, I never, I didn't play any of them until League Night, and then I got my ass handed to me. It, Did it feel slower? No, it was crazy fast. Okay. Well, then maybe he does and, have a sharper angle on it. And also, where... Where I would flip to hit a ramp or something was completely different. Huh. So, like, Ghostbusters. I'm not bad. On my Ghostbusters, I can play and slow down a little bit and at least get some stuff going so I'm above 20 million. Mm -hmm. I couldn't get anything going on his. And even when I started locking balls and moving, progressing, I fucking bricked so much stuff. Hmm. It was... It proves that just because you have another game somewhere else, like someone else owns a game, they're not the same. So this whole like head-to-head play online against each other, which people supposedly want, unless you have sensors in the cabinets to figure out playfield level, uh, what would you call it, the the decline, the a- know, I, I angle of the playfield, all that stuff. If you don't have those sensors to make the comparison that you're playing against someone similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mute. It, someone could just have the glass off or whatever and just poke. It's just... No matter what, it's not a level playing field, so it's not really a good idea to have online competition versus each other. In real life. Like, in video life. game, I get it. Sure. But um, unless there's sensors built in to check all this stuff, it's just... Virtual pinball, it would work. But you're saying in real pinball, you could <clears throat> you could have the angle off so you slow the ball down a little bit for yourself. It's not going to be perfect no matter what. Exactly. Um, and... You could even do, like, a leaderboard, but it can't be official. Sure. I mean, it's not going to be like, this is the pro, for real, best player in the world. You, 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 he'd have to go to a competition and play in real life. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just play from your basement and sure. then be the number one player. Mm-hmm. But League started, God, there was like 
24, 26 people, plus some people brought spouses or friends, and so it was packed. He got a bunch of wings from a local place. and Nice. I Last I time I was there, a couple so years much. ago, I got kind of drunk. <laughs> and this year I was like, I'm staying sober. I had one drink before the event, and then I kind of stayed sober. And then you had 26. And then, it was and then I, and I started losing a lot, so I said, screw this crap. I started, <laughs> I started drinking, uh, I think, beer. I don't, it was an interesting evening. Uh, I didn't really play good. I didn't come in last but I definitely thought I would do better because of the games that I own. Sure. And they put me on most of them. Like, I played them all. Interesting. Um, I remember I played Rob Zombie, mm-hmm. which is from Spooky. And that's just a hard, unique game that is so open in the middle and is so interesting. I'm not sure I like it. Rob Zombie? Yeah. I've never even seen it, so I don't know. There was a trough issue on it that we thought we fixed, and then we didn't, so he has to hit up Spooky. I think there's either something... When you say it's so open in the middle, is it like Jurassic Park, where it's just this huge, vast prairie in the middle? Yeah, there's nothing in the middle. It's weird. I, I don't... I don't. I liked Jurassic Park 1 because it was a Jurassic Park theme, and I liked Jurassic Park because it was a six-player. I thought the fact that it was a six-player was very unique and cool, and that all of us could that's all That's Lost World. Well, that, that's what I'm referring to. Sorry. Have you seen the Jurassic Park, the, fir- the original game? No. Oh, okay. Wait, well, I'm talking about the one with the raptor. Yeah, the one I used to own, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's Lost World. That's okay. the second movie, second game. Hmm, okay. But, yes, it's kind of open in the middle. Everything's kind of, it's a fan layout, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Rob Zombie, everything's kind of up toward the back of the game. Well, it's the same with, like, Lost World. It's just, everything's way at the top of the cabinet, practically. Mm-hmm. There's just nothing. The ball is just floating all by itself, coming way... It's, it's just traveling forever from wherever it was. Yeah, it almost... There's so much travel in the middle that it almost feels like a wide body. It's 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 unique. Mm-hmm. And then... I'm not saying it's a bad game to everybody. I just wasn't a fan of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like playing it because I know that uh, certain people say it's a good game and it's a deep rule set. and So I, I try. Sure. I just... I would never buy one for myself. Mm-hmm. It's very dark. Um... But they have a new, the Alice what Cooper. What do you mean by, oh, it's just visually dark. Yeah, it's super dark. You can't gotcha. see much. The new Alice Cooper game looks super cool with all the mountains and castle that you're in. So I'm excited to see gameplay on that in person. Were there any good stories from the night? Sunday morning before, oh, so what happened on Sunday, there's this huge storm coming. And they were talking like 13 inches of snow on Sunday night. And so we were going to leave Monday morning. But we kind of made the decision that we should leave Sunday so that we didn't drive th- through or right after the snowstorm so that the roads would be crap. Sunday was just a gorgeous day, just sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we ended up leaving probably just about lunchtime and just plowed home. And then, sure enough, it, di- it did snow a bunch. It wasn't the 13 inches that everybody freaking freaked right, out. But right. it still was a snowstorm and it still was... It felt better to be able to be home and and just drive through the sun than having to drive through uh, half-plowed highway. I understand. Yeah. But but that morning, so Sunday morning while we're kind of just getting breakfast and kind of getting going and packing the car and stuff, um, Chris had Earthshaker up on the first floor in the living room. Mm-hmm. And I really liked the game. It's super fun. And uh, I kept playing it, and he's like, throw, throw, me on, throw me on too. And so there was a game where... 
I couldn't drain. I couldn't stop hitting jackpots. And he was just getting kind of like frustrated. He's like, uh-huh. are you going to be done yet? God. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, I put my name on it. Did you? Nice. And then he, he then said, you can't leave until I beat you. Like, he's very competitive. <laughs> so sure enough, like two games later, he just puts up this. Oh, really? I think I had 12 million or something big. But he, still. He put up like 20 some million. Wow. And then his goal the rest of the day was just to push my name off. Off oh, the leaderboard. So you didn't just get on the bottom. You went up a little bit. I think I was one of the top scorers, if not the top. Oh, wow. And then he just came in and crushed it and just put, slowly pushed it off. Wow. And he just would kept, kept, kept sending me pictures the whole trip. Like, <laughs> well, here's 15 million. Here's 16. <laughs> nice. um, and that was pretty fun. Oh, God. It, it, it's fun when you have a... Because I, I don't feel like I'm a good player, so think he's usually better but he's actually not a good player either you just had the it's his game so he has the feel for it sure and then everybody has a good game and a bad game and so mm-hmm. it's fun when when you beat somebody i mean like you've beat me on games before yeah it's not it that's it's, the fun part about pinball is a, uh, and uh, every ball can be different correct. so like uh i could be crushing you and then on ball three you just blow it up and mm-hmm. and that's the fun part about pinball well, for instance, like when, when we were on that one Twitch stream, my opening ball went forever. Uh, the next two drained almost immediately. But like the, the on the monsters, yeah, on the monsters, uh, I went forever and blew it up pretty big time. So then I looked like I was maybe something special. But then my yeah, my next two balls just drained almost. The last one did drain almost instantaneously. Yeah, there's no ball save it. on that. Yeah. God, I I walked through his house or his basement and took a picture or a, like a what video. What was that game that I was saying? Uh, Swords of Fury. Swords of Fury. Yeah, that's LED. Like uh, every star post is color changing, and he's gonna pull it out, but it, he bought it that way. That looks really cool. That's a fun game too. That's the game uh, you might not know, but on the forums they always yell "Lion Man." No, I, no. Spooky started this whole Lion Man yelling thing, and then. The price of Swords of Fury just skyrocketed to like three grand. Really? Yeah, they they pretty much made the game popular because of just their own hype. Yeah. Off screen. Yep. It made the actual game popular. Correct. It makes sense. No, that happens all the time. You get something pop culture wise, and all of a sudden it makes a movie that's been out for a long time all of a sudden become popular. Or in a, I guess, in a completely separate way, but kind of in the same. Apex Legends just came out, so a game that's been dead for a little bit. Uh, Titanfall, all of a sudden all their servers got people on them all of a sudden because they remember, oh, I, this is like that game I used to like a lot. So they all started So the normal Titanfall is now busier? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, Titanfall 2 and Titanfall 1, their, their servers have, have seen a, a huge boost in players because Lucky of Apex Legends. Yeah. <clears throat> God, what was the other game you messaged me about? <sighs> I'm, I'm trying to remember because it wasn't actually Swords of Fury. Swords of Fury was one that I was interested in, but there was a different one that I thought was really cool. I can't remember. What was it Radical? Was. There's like this tons yep. of ramps, and it's the skateboard yep. guy. Yep. That's that a f- that's a fun game, but it's very hard because there's some really really close shots to the flippers, mm-hmm. and if you don't hit them, or you go part way up the ramp and the ball rolls back down, mm-hmm. that's that's uh, straight down the middle stuff. So it's a very uh, and it comes probably at you fast. Mm, yeah, it can. It really depends on like how hard or how nice the shot was. What was the game that you took away? Uh, well, that you mentally took away. Like I want to, 
or something that was, I, I guess, unique or different that you maybe had never seen before or something that you got a new appre- appreciation for? Um, Earthshaker, I learned how to play. I, I've played it before. I knew it's a very popular game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, one of the big System 11s that is expensive. And Chris explained some of the rules to me. Um, and that is why I got the score I did. Um, and that's why I liked playing it was because I knew kind of what to do. Um, cause that's always hard, right? Like for the most, most time in my pinball life, I just flip around. Like I, I have no idea. Like when I owned Waterworld, I had no idea what I was doing. Sure. Both times I owned it. Mm-hmm. I just played it mm-hmm. and you just hit stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of ever looking at the rules. And even if I looked at the rules, you still have to then try to shoot them. Sure. So, like Ghostbusters, uh, I just hit I just hit things that I think are fun to hit. Sure. Um, sometimes it's easier to then say, like a Metallica, for instance. Mm-hmm. I rarely see Snake multiball and Coffin multiball. Okay. So there will be a game. I'll hit start and I'll say I'm only shooting snake. I want to see the multi-ball. So I just hit that captive ball. It's my only goal. Mm-hmm. It's captive ball over and over and over until I get snake multi-ball. Um, what that, then you, one, you learn where the shot is on your flippers, either flipper. Um, you find out kind of how long it takes. Uh, and it, but if if you're really serious, like a competitive player, um, some... Like for me, what I what I do now is, I hit the captive ball on the right side. Excuse me. So then it rolls into the snake's mouth. So I get a coffin hit, and I get a snake hit. So it's like a two for one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty good. On my first playfield, I could nail that all day long. On this new playfield, it's a little bit different, but um, that's still when I shoot up there. That's my goal is to do the one two. Because um, then you're progressing both gotcha um and then you can stack your multi-balls up he has a scared stiff and i played the crap out of that and uh i really like that game uh, n- my wife really liked it as well we had she beat me on it i think both times we played okay um she did really good on it and it i left the game going see you tron i'll trade a i'll trade you for it oh really <laughs> uh so that that'd be that's a game on my list for the future that i definitely want to start to get the problem is there's a third third elvira game coming out mm-hmm. by stern sometime probably this year uh rumor is toward uh halloween this mm-hmm. year 2019 and once that comes out i have million dollars my bet is that all prices of every elvira will go up and so then you have to wait again until the prices drop because it's already so at either, six grand no problem yeah so they either have to get it beforehand or yeah. just wait it out Yep. How did he structure his league night? It's like, interesting. What, what what did he do? So this is a rotating league. They do it once a month. This is so like was different houses. Yeah. So he's pretty much told me like this is what I should do for a league up here mm-hmm. because if you only have to play once a month, more people will come because it's every it's the every first Tuesday or every second Tuesday. Sure. It's every well it's Saturday for him so it's the first Saturday of every month is league night. So then you don't have people going, well, I can go next week or whatever. It's, nope, it's the first Saturday of the month. I, right. It's, I, a, it's an actual priority. I know the entire, if we do this the whole year, I know the entire year gotcha. what day it's on. Right. 
<clears throat> and then they rotate people's houses so it's not one person's house every time. Then it's, I want to say it's $10 given to the host for food and then $10 for the tournament. So 20 bucks. Okay. But I forgot if it's, maybe it's 20 for food, 20 for the tournament. But I mean, 20 bucks for a, an evening of entertainment is actually really cheap. Uh, totally is. And uh, all the games are set on free play. They At Chris's house, he has so many, so they set aside one game as like, uh, they kind of like a fun tournament, like a side tournament. Sure. And it was who could get the top score on police force. And uh, fucking jackass, Chris, uh, you literally just have to hit the one ramp. As over and over again. Yeah. And so what happens is you hit it, I don't know, it's like four times and all of a sudden it's worth a million. So you just keep hitting it over and over and over. Sure. And it's just a million every time. Yeah. And I think Chris hit it like 44 times. 44 million. Sure. So it's super boring because you're hitting one shot mm-hmm. over and over mm-hmm. and over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is uh, another hard part where people are, like, if you, if you play police force in a tournament, which this is why they probably don't use it because you just hit the one ramp. And it's super boring to watch. But if you if if me and you stepped to to police force, we wouldn't only hit the one ramp. No, because you want to hit it around. You'd want to see what else is around here. You'd want to hit a different ramp and see how the one it's always fun to watch a ball travel around in different ramps. So you'd want to do that. But then two, you'd want to see what effects take place if you do something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's more modes, quote unquote modes to the game than just hitting this one ramp going, one million, one million. Right. Um but if you were going to play for a top score, which is what they were doing, you then just you, hit then that. You, yeah, you it literally was five thing. minutes sure. or more of just this stupid ramp shot. Mm-hmm. It was boring. I understand. But, I understand. Um, right. So when you say, okay, so I, I get it. They travel around. They do it only one, once per month. I get that part. But how do they actually do the tournaments? Like, what, what do they do? Okay, so I think at the beginning, they put everybody in groups of four so that's why they have to have uh an even number of four players so they always have like 20 or 24 28 like Mm -hmm. it's a they need to have that many players because when the tournament goes everybody's in a group of four and then let's see i don't know if they do it with i think they do it this way the person who comes in first gets three points. Okay. Second gets two points. Okay. Third gets one point. Fourth gets zero points. And you're guaranteed three or four plays. So even if you lost every single game, you still get to play a bunch of bunch of games. Like sure. you're guaranteed X three or four games. Right. But then what they do is they, they keep dwindling down, or I should say uh, they keep if... So the first round, all the player top players play each other. Then, then all like then they start grouping all like, second people together, third, fourth, mm-hmm. so that you kind of after round one you start playing with people in your bracket bracket level. Yeah, that makes sense. Play level, and that might go up and down. Like a really good player might actually have a bad game. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could sandbag, I guess, but I don't know what it would get them. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think these were actually real points for the IFPA league. So I probably got a bump in my score. Okay. But anyway, and then at the end, then it's just the top players playing. And my gosh, they play forever. Like they're good enough where mm-hmm. they're just like some groups of people took 15, 20 minutes because one player how is many, like How many there. people were there? 20? 
It was like t- 24 or 28. Okay. That's, that's, yeah, that's, a, that's a good number. It's a big number. Yes. And luckily, there's like enough people either hanging out or upstairs eating after league or playing. But there was enough games open where you could go find a game and play. Gotcha. This is what I want to do for the league up here. How many tables did they have going at one time? In the actual league, not, not just for the fun of it. Like well, every side. round is like, I don't know, six tables? Six tables. Eight, okay. Six to eight. Right, because everybody's groups up into four. Mm-hmm. But then once that group is done, people are waiting for the next round. They'll go play. Okay. Whatever. Sure. But Yeah, but <clears throat> I guess that that's what I was referring to right there. Not necessarily the side people who are just having fun on a game, just trying to kill time until the next game starts, but like actual tables running at all the same time. <clears throat> We've talked about this before, and I've even talked about it with Chris on the podcast, but... I do kind of want someone to give me a little heads up on like how to run it because I've never ran a real tournament. Mm-hmm. So there's rules where if the ball gets stuck or if the game malfunctions, what do you do? Sure. Uh, a lot of the time you can try to, you pop the glass open, you put the ball in the shooter lane, close it up, or you put it on the flipper and the player holds the button. Mm-hmm. But there's times where that doesn't work. Or if the game um, malfunctions and then, like, tilts through a player and goes the next person, like, do you just start the game over again? But mm-hmm. then people get upset, right, because they might have had a really good ball. Right. Um, so those rules are on the IFPA's, like, website and stuff, so I got to print them. But I have to be familiar with them or whoever's helping me so that we can make calls without pissing everybody off. Sure. And then the good thing about his league, since it's – monthly and they only have it like that league runs and then the that night is done like they don't continue it on Mm -hmm. so uh it doesn't carry over every week or every month it's just they run the league everybody gets their points and then the next month it's a brand new quote-unquote tournament right uh which helps as well because you're not carrying over this like six week long league Mm -hmm. um which then makes it easier for payment so if someone hands you a twenty dollars, it's just for that night, right? Um, yeah, it'd be cool to do like you pay twenty bucks into a six week league, and then we have a party at the end. But I, that's a lot of maintenance, right? It's a lot of waiting, and people might drop out, and someone might be more risky. Do I even want to get involved in this if I'm not going to be guaranteeing that I'm going to be here every single week? Whereas here, it's just here right now. This is it. Yep, and I think that's the way to do it. Yep, uh, for us, yeah, at least for until sure. there's so. like help and all this other stuff any more questions uh n- not about that all right but you have a second parnell pinball adventure oh my goodness you, we just in town a new uh they call it a, it's a barcade uh that is a copywritten thing you cannot say it okay fine it is a bar that is based on an arcade <laughs> or has a lot of arcade stuff in it but in this case it's all pinball machines and they have very few <clears throat> arcade machines actually even in it yeah, they're not done. They will have more arcade games. Okay. Um, but it's maybe not done. Like they still have like the studs up. This is just basically a soft opening. To okay. Yeah. yeah. So what happened was, there's a local business owner who has a handful of restaurants. Um, he purchased, kind of in the same district as his current place. He bought an opening, and he's turning it into this taco bar arcade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It currently is just studs, and they have to, a lot of work to do to finish it, but. Mm-hmm. Um, they had, he has already purchased, uh, probably about 30 pinball games ranging from solid, it's pretty much eighties 
to a couple 90s and whatever Dale Earnhardt Jr. might be a 2005 game. Sure. Um, there's only like two DMD games. And they have them in the building space next to one of the restaurants. And on Valentine's Day, they had a, what, were you, what you said, a soft opening of pay 15 bucks or 10 bucks or whatever it was. Uh, they're all in free play. Kind of, I'm assuming they were just kind of testing them. Wait, back up one second. Where are the games? Are they in the the? Do you know where the OMC is? Yes. Right next door is they're going to be their whiskey house. Okay, but I guess that's what I'm referring to. So they are in the 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 new bar. No. They're not in the new bar. They're across the street in the future whiskey house. So that's not new. Well, it's new because it's not modeled. Sorry. Okay. So the new place has opening. So the taco bar so arcade for a soft is opening. They didn't soft open with food either. Or no, they, they had chips and salsa. So all they were soft opening was testing the games. I guess so. It's very soft. Anything. But it really, it was something to do right on Valentine's Day. Yeah, for sure. No, for you, it's entertainment. <clears throat> for anyone who's coming, it's entertainment. But for them, I'm wondering what they're getting out of it. Like, why are you even soft opening right now? Like, what are you? What are they getting out of it? It probably isn't even a soft opening. I mean, okay. if I use that word, maybe it was just ma- misused. Sure. Okay. So they opened, and they didn't have all the games there either. And a bunch of them didn't work. They were in the back. But they had, like, uh, beer from OMC. Mm-hmm. So a bunch of the local beers. And then some pop and uh, their homemade salsa and chips. Okay. Which their Verde salsa was super good. I love Verde salsa. But, uh, so my wife didn't tell me about this. I didn't even know about it until on Reddit. I was kind of scrolling through Duluth and I kind of saw someone mention it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, whatever. I'm not a big Valentine's Day person. Mm-hmm. So my wife had said something about, do you see what I do on Facebook? I was like, no. Oh, okay, good. So you didn't see what I wrote? I'm like, oh, no, because I, I, I could care less about Facebook. Sure. And um, I I just she just had mentioned like I have a plan. Don't plan anything. Gotcha. Okay. So we drop our daughter off at her parents, mm-hmm. and then she's like, "Well, the <clears throat> the wine making class class is canceled, so we're gonna just go have dinner, like at OMC or something, at the the barbecue place next door." Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And I was like, "Dang, I thought, I thought you were gonna take me to the the pinball bar place because they were open for Valentine's Day." And she's like, "No," and, and it was really <laughs> obvious. She's like, "Damn it!" <laughs> so that was her plan the whole time, and that was very thoughtful of her. Um, so we went there, and they opened at six. And uh, what was funny was Matt, my neighbor and from pinball, mm-hmm. he was there with his buddy, okay, Bob, who I always call Joe. Okay. I don't know why. Matt has another friend named Joe that bought my big buck hunter. Uh-huh. So I just all night had been calling Bob Joe. Sure. So then I just made it a thing. Sure. Then they started calling me Gary. Gotcha. <laughs> so we pull up and then there those two guys facing the windows. <laughs> <laughs> so we jump in and uh, we just start playing a bunch of games. Uh, it. A lot of there's a lot of System Elevens, a lot of Gottliebs. Like they have a roller disco, like you have. They had some other unique games like Hurricane, which is a DMD, but uh, that volume was just crank. It literally deafened your ears anywhere in the room, mm. and uh, the tech didn't turn it down. But the cool part is, I met the owner, 
think his name is Tom. And uh, and then he introduced me to the tech that was kind of helping, and he was an employee from across the street okay. at the um, deli, and he kind of just likes the idea of pinball, and so he started just fixing the games. Um, I th- every game kind of had a problem still, and I don't know where he's at with fixing. So maybe I mean for sure he wasn't done fixing. Right. He still for, for, all, for all you know he had just started trying to mess with him, trying to get him actually up and running. Yeah, they're kind of out of like uh, uh there was some guy in Minnesota was moving out of the state and they were in like a warehouse or a barn and it was just buy the whole lot. I don't want to deal with it. And so the the owner just bought them all. Um would you say okay, so how messed up were some of these games like heavily messed up or like just a flipper wasn't working a little bit or they were just dirty um god i don't want to sound like a dick but every game had switches that didn't work okay um a handful of games the pop bumpers didn't work so the ball would roll by them and they just went they pop. went bang out okay like dale earnhardt had uh, a ball lock that didn't know that the ball fell in it mm-hmm. so it just like you know, you'd lock it or it would get into a vertical up kicker and it just wouldn't move right you were just the game was over interesting because the ball wouldn't i don't think the ball would even eject in a ball search a couple games weren't on free play um so now these games are they all supposed to be on free play no just for just for that night gotcha so they will all be converted to token play which is the coin door um and and i was wondering about that because i think in a conversation before this, you were saying how some of them weren't on free play, and I was thinking, I thought that was kind of part of the point of these machines is that it's an, an extra source of income instead of just all you know tacos or all salsa. It's also we can make some good money off of these coins, but then I thought if they're all on free play, that's a lot of wasted money out there. But, but oh, yeah, yeah. So that was just for the night. So it was just you, you pay at the door. Sure. It's 10 or 15 bucks. And just play all night. And then you just play till I think they closed at 9. Sure. No 10 because we missed the liquor store. Hmm. Um, so, and he's new to the pinball hobby. Who? The the, the tech. Okay. Uh, I met him. Very nice guy. He's super excited. He just has a... It's, it's like 30 games. There's right. a ton of games to fix. Well, for God's sakes, we have like one or two games that are down for uh, half a year. Yeah. Go on. So... Um, you know, they're not going to open for a while. So he has a lot of time to work on them. I hope they're all fixed and working great mm-hmm. because uh, as we found out, like with Sopranos, I've neglected for a little too long at the bar. Sure. Um, once your game, this is the problem with pinball. Once your game is down, you you make no money. Right. Um, unless it's an unsuspecting patron. Who doesn't then you know get better. A, you get right. a quarter or two. Mm-hmm. But then people don't, <clears throat> people don't want to come back and play because your game's down. And then if it gets fixed in a week or in a day or two, not a big deal. Because if a regular comes back, they're either back you know once or twice a week or every day or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but like for instance, if I've neglected Sopranos for two months now or so, uh, anybody who plays that game regularly is going to be upset about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and who knows if they'll come back? Sure. I, I don't know. Like. Well, if they don't know better, it's been down for three three of the attempts I've come over here. I'm going to stop coming over here. Yeah, now. exactly. And right. if you make a location, so if this bar arcade pops up and you're now a location, I mean, luckily they have 30 A games. lot of machines. So if one's broke, just go to the next one. Right. 
But if we only have two to four at the wrecks mm-hmm. and one or two or whatever is down, mm-hmm. you don't have much left. No. So you need to have more than four games to be a good location. Then you have to maintain them. Um, Speaking of which, you have two machines here that are supposed to go down to that bar, uh, the wrecks. Yeah. What is their status? Are they? Do you need like a lock for them, or what's holding them back from heading oh, down there? Oh, yeah. I should have. I, I thought I ordered some new tumblers. Um, Black Knight needs a nut to hold on the top plastic for above the ball lock on the upper playfield because okay. the rubber one like just shot off when the ball got ejected. Okay. And then I have the new shooter rod and the spring, so we can put a softer spring on so it doesn't just plunge right down the middle sure does it function yeah now like what you were saying about the ball lock does it still lock balls or no yeah so it locks balls but then at the end of the game if you have a one or two balls up there they don't eject and uh it weirded me out because most games after a game ends every ball gets shot out right. and then they, they drain yeah. so that they stay in the trough so what happens this time they just stay up there permanently yeah, until you start the next game. Until you start a next game or until you start a new... No, you start the next game. And then and they drain? Nope. They just... You start so playing. So you have to get a multi-ball sooner or later. No, so what happens is you shoot a ball in there and it just ejects one of the balls sitting. And then it adds that to the lock. Huh. So it is intelligent enough to know that you shot the ball there. Mm-hmm. Hey, you got a lock. And then it keeps going. Hmm. It's... um. Do you need more balls than normal then? No, okay. just three balls. Okay. So it it functions. It works. It just freaked me out because sure. that's not usually the case on a newer game. Right. So it's all LED. got cleaned up. We fixed some things. I got to put the new shooter rod, the nut, and then I... Oh, I do have to figure out... I have to clean the coin mechs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And make sure that the coin mechs are correctly That's accepting. actually probably where, where your biggest issue is right now, is you got to get those coin mechs working so you can actually make some money off of them. Yep. And Black Knight, because it's old, will probably be a quarter of play. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a game like Baywatch, sh- I'm thinking it will be about 50 cents a play. Sure. Because it's like a mid-90s. Mm-hmm. Um, any brand new game. It's a cool game, too. It should be 50 cents, a minimum. Yeah, minimum, yep. Any new game will be a dollar a play. Yeah. I mean, that's Well, that makes normal. sense. You're trying to make money off of this big, expensive machine that you just got. Yeah, so the bar owner and I have been talking about Monsters Just or like Deadpool. one of those new arcade games. A new arcade yeah, game is going to be a dollar, period. Um, Go ahead, Monsters. Oh, yeah. So he, he he wants whatever's new at, I think, his, his other bar. Yeah. And um, that's a dollar play. Yeah. And that'll be a dollar play for, I don't know, years. Right. Um, what I worked out with him was maybe a good idea is we, we buy... A game, new. A new game, right. And then when the next game comes, we s- we get on the list, we buy it, mm-hmm. the pro model, only pro, because f- it's made for route. Mm-hmm. We sell the old game, and uh, honestly, you don't lose much money. Right. Maybe 400 bucks. But so if you've made 300 or 400 bucks. And that's the thing. So uh, Stern probably pumps the game out about once a quarter so in three or four months you have a new game coming out in three or four months if you're at a buck a play and like you and i push via social media hey this is the only new game in the area yeah we'll get some traffic we'll push traffic there we 
and if we have three to four months to make money, mm-hmm. that potentially could make more than 500 bucks. Because I've made on route at a quarter play, I've made a couple hundred in a couple weeks when it was new, when the game was new to the area. So you could then, in theory, rotate one new game out every quarter and never lose money mm-hmm. because the coin drop's making up for that difference. But you, know, you sell the game for the upper 4,000s, you buy the new one at the low to mid five. Mm-hmm. And you just keep swapping out. Now, I still think one game is a bad idea, but um, it is what it is. Baywatch is all repinned, so the power is working correctly. Again, though, I have to check the CoinMex, and I have a shaker motor to install, but I'm kind of worried about installing it on a game that's going to be on route. Why? Um, Because the game was hacked up so much, and uh, I don't know if I should... The shaker motor shakes the game. Like my Metallica... Okay, it makes sense. ...shakes things loose. Okay. And so it's one of those things where maybe I should save it for when it's not on route again. Okay. It's not a bad idea. I mean, I could install it and not plug it in, but... Mm Mm-hmm. Huh. I don't know. I'm torn on that one. I guess... I forget how much they shake. I mean, I, I I can mentally picture it, like, feeling it in my hands, but at the same time... I don't know how much damage that does. Uh, Metallica would shake. Uh, it was Coin Taker's Red Tremor, which is actually too powerful, and it would shake bulbs out oh. of the spotlights. Yeah, I guess if it's if it's that powerful, then definitely not. Because the I, last thing you need <clears throat> is to be doing more work trying to repair the game to try to make. Well, money that's the out. thing. Why put it in if it's going to be on route? Also, right. someone hit me up in the Baywatch thread on Pinside and it had all these mods. Yeah, and that was the same thing of. Hey, these are kind of cool. Like, you can put dolphins and, mm-hmm. like, the truck and the helicopter from the show. But it, it's on route. Right. I don't need something else that could block or trap the ball somewhere in the play, mm-hmm. play field. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of suck. Because, like, I don't mind having the game at my house. Because I like, like, the game has so much crap. It looks fun. It is fun. A new person to pinball would really enjoy it. But I bought it to put on route. And I am not attached to it where I would sell it. Okay. I have no problem selling it. Right. Or Black Knight. Yeah. By the way, uh, so Easton and I came in over the weekend, and we played quite a bit of pinball. So he got to finally play the, the shark game is what he calls it. Yeah. It the shark fin and all different stuff in it. So, yeah, what do you think? He, uh, he thought it was pretty good, but he didn't play it for very long. He went right over to, to Ghostbusters pretty quickly, actually. He played probably two or three, three games and then went over to Ghostbusters and stayed there for the rest of the night. Yeah, he loves Ghostbusters. He loves Ghostbusters. He got a multi ball, and he was freaking out. I was like, "Ah, there's so many balls!" Did he get it by himself? Yeah, got them all Holy by himself. Holy awesome! Yeah, he was he was freaking out. He you know which it. which multi ball it was? I think it was just two balls. Is oh, that, is that possible? I yeah. Okay, I think so. Because he he said two balls. I was looking over at Beckett at the time when he got the multi ball. I was trying to run over there, and by the time I got there, he had pretty much started draining them all. But he was just ecstatic. He's like, "Oh, there was two balls!" And I was like, "Oh, that's so cool!" He was very excited. That's when, awesome, though. I mean, he loves hitting Slimer. He loves. Oh, one thing he thought was very funny was uh, he was looking all over the game, and he was looking at. Uh, he wanted to see Stay Puff's feet. Stay Puff doesn't have because <coughs> nope. Stay Puff is on like a spring that like rattles him around. He's like. Stay Puft doesn't have feet. I'm like, I I see that. He's like, 
that's crazy. <laughs> he just thought it was so so crazy. He doesn't have feet. Like, that's crazy. He doesn't have feet. But yeah. All right. Go ahead. Um, there's a mod that you can add to the state puff where it, it puts him on a little motor and then he just walks back and forth. Oh, really? And I kind of want it, but I thought it was like 80 or $120. I'm just like, that's not worth it. It's a lot of money just to have him going back and forth all the yeah. time. Because he rattles quite a bit as it is. Cause does as he? The balls, I never look at him. He does. As, as the bottle, as the, the ball rattles around, anytime the, the thing shakes or the, or the ball makes impact and stuff like that, he is on a pretty <clears throat> easy moving spring. So he rattles quite a bit. Oh, Chris's Ghostbusters, like my game, that orbit shot is smooth. Yeah. Chris's, the ball rattles up there when it goes up that orbit. It's like, <laughs> just sucks. Hmm. Just, I don't know. Interesting. I just remember that. Oh, so ba- ba- back to the taco bar mm-hmm. arcade. Um, yeah, I think he's just, he just needs to wrap up those games and, um, they gave us a tour of the new location Mm -hmm. and he'll have his own office to fix games and they'll have a couple extra games sitting down there so they can rotate if a game goes down. Nice. So, um, if everything works out, it's going to be a great spot. The local coin amusement place is going to fulfill their arcade and change machines. Well, they're going token, so token change machines. And then a uh, jukebox. Is the benefit of token machines that you have to spend them there? Is that the point? Yep. Okay. So I never liked token machines, but that makes sense why they exist. No. Yeah, they're super annoying because, uh, like, I have tokens from Tilt down in the cities. Mm-hmm. You're never going to use them. Nope. Can't use them anywhere else. I have to save right. until I go back to Tilt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's where they they trap you. So I put a five dollar bill in. I only spent two dollars. Mm. Well, they have three of my bucks. Well, they have all my money. Yeah. But I still have three of my dollars in tokens that I can't use anywhere else. Right. So it's a great scam. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can, technically, you can measure it out. So each token isn't 25 cents. You can make it, each token is like 50 cents. You can change whatever. Yep. Right. But most places do a token as... No, I understand. 25? It, that's how it usually equals out. But you wouldn't have to. Correct. If you, you, could, if you wanted to make each game almost seem less expensive you could say it's you know just one token for this game but that token happens to be 50 cents yeah i don't know the only part is when you put your dollar in and get two tokens out you'd be kind of pissed yeah you're right you would because yeah just having two clank out would feel really cheap but if they don't keep the token machine going like if they don't have enough tokens it's going to be you know mm-hmm. running out be kind mm-hmm. of annoying but i would assume that every night since he's going to be their tech He'll go through the games and pull all the tokens and refill the machines. Gotcha. I don't know. I'm excited. It's just, uh, we'll see how it goes. I, I wish him all the luck, the best luck, because the more pinball, the better. Even if, you know, if we get our games at the Rex or the other Average Joes, I mean, yeah, that's quote-unquote competition, but not really, because there's no pinball up here. So a couple locations is better than nothing, and... We have a different game set. Definitely. Definitely. I think, to me, it's a benefit. I mean, I get it for other, you know, like uh, the guy who we know who wants to buy that new pinball machine and stuff like that. To him, he thinks of his competition. But for us who are just patrons, this is pure entertainment. This is good for us. Um, speaking of that that company that you were saying who's bringing, like, the, the, the token machines and stuff like that. Yep. They brought in uh, the new Halo machine new halo arcade machine into our local arcade adventure zone 
Did you swear really loud like you did, I did at not. Vegas? No, I was able to hold myself back from dropping F-bombs in front of the young children again. Uh, uh, so I went in there with my son, well, both my sons, and uh, right away, put it right up, right up in front. They kind of redesigned it, the, the layout a little bit. They okay. kind of got rid of a little bit of riffraff, and they have, they've le- they have a legit arcade going on. I'm very impressed with it. Um, since we've been here... They've kind of slowly kept collecting really like new good arcade machines, and they kept getting better and better and better. So now they have a full, really good collection. Like, I think they have like, as far as I can tell, as far as I can think of, all the top arcade games out that are out right now. Like we would talk about Turtles. Hopefully this arcade, you know, this arcade gets Turtles. They got Turtles. Uh, you know, the new. Tomb Raider game is coming out. Hopefully they they get that. They got that. Uh, all these new machines that we talk about in theory saying, well, we hope the local arcade gets it. They get it. I'm very impressed. And as soon as we said, uh, I think it was a couple of weekends, maybe, I don't know, maybe two, three podcasts ago, we were talking mm-hmm. about how uh, Halo was a four-player and they cut it down and made it only a two-player so smaller arcades are able to, one, fit it in there, but also it's going to be a lot cheaper uh, to be able to get a two-player machine. Uh, I'm sure that they sell four players still, but oh, yeah, totally. they, they have a two-player option. And as soon as that happened, I thought, we're going to probably get it now because we have the op. That's kind of their thing is these two-player games. So uh, they did. We walked in there, saw that. I was super jazzed and excited that uh, they had the, the Halo game. Do they sell Ghostbusters? They have all that. They, they're not kicking out any games besides like games that aren't being used. So all the old games that aren't good, those ones are disappearing and they're keeping all the good stuff. I'm, yeah. They're not. They haven't moved out anything that I've missed. They're moving out like redemption games, which I don't care about. Stuff like that. That's interesting because, um, mm, yeah, I don't know when it was ten years ago or whatever. When the arcades were falling off, mm-hmm. redemption brought arcades, well, quote unquote, arcades sure. back to life. Sure. Because it was a ki- child gambling, right? Um, and then you use those tickets to get things that are obviously mm-hmm. worth nothing. Well, I think, and, and this is, this is a little side note on this, the arcade, is I think Adventure Zone just does <clears> such <throat> a terrible job of putting good prizes in there. There's no reason to be uh, putting any coins in. What's the most you can get out of it? Some candy? Because everything else up on that wall is pure garbage. It's the worst garbage you've ever seen. Yeah. I, they don't have a PlayStation Honestly, up all there. All they, they need don't... to do is fly to Vegas, go to New York, New York, see what the redemption is on that. No, they, they all they have to do is go down to the local water park here, because they have a tiny arcade down there, and they have a wall of good stuff. Oh, really? Now it's high price. I mean, you'd have to spend all night there, just draining like two hundred, three hundred bucks in, in, in the machines to get something of value. But that's the thing. That's the point. That's of what it. you want. Yes, that's like, the whole you point. You put a you put a PlayStation Four up there yep. and say, "This is uh, twenty thousand tickets." Yep. And yeah, someone's gonna have to spend three or four hundred dollars or yep. more right. to get those tickets, but they want it mm-hmm. because to them, being able to save tickets is better than saving money. It, well, and you get to have fun while you're doing it. Also, if you can theoretically, theoretically win it for a lot less money, sure. Yeah, you get those like games that where you could win a PlayStation Correct. based on yeah, you could win a PlayStation in like four tries in theory. Now. In reality, it's going to take you like a hundred tries. <laughs> but like they, at that water park, like when, what I was just talking about, they have this uh, Pink Panther game, 
and the Pink Panther game, I think you can get like 500 tickets for, uh, I don't know. It, it, the game is simple. The game is easy. You're the Pink Panther, and you're going down these levels, and you start out at level 100. So you just have to just keep moving him back and forth as fast as possible, and this laser line is coming down, and it's going to kill him. And he's trying to get out of the bank fast enough, whatever. So he's going down the levels as fast as possible. And on the levels is uh, like guard dogs, which are the worst, and then there's like cops with like tasers and stuff like that. So you're trying to make it past everybody without getting hit, because if so you get hit, you're do you, getting, you get do you stuck. jump or is it only left right? It's only left right. So you so have it's easy. Yeah. Well, to control. Yeah, it's easy. But it's to hard c- game. Correct. Yeah, I tried it about uh, because again, this is how they they got me on the theory. I was looking at the PlayStation for I don't remember what the actual ticket amount was, and I was looking at the amount of points, and I was like, if I play this five times. I'm gonna get it. <laughs> I'm gonna get a PlayStation for like next to nothing, and then uh, and then I would keep getting close too. Like you get down to like level six, and you're like, Jesus, fuck. you're just, you're so close. Like if I make it all the way down to the bottom several times in a row, whatever, I will have a huge prize for like I said, next to nothing for like five bucks. But the it's a it's a far more difficult game. Than it looks, and uh, I tried it several times, and uh, I was getting too angry. I was like, "I better get out of this arcade before I get too frustrated." <laughs> <laughs> I just pulled a picture of it, and yeah, it's like the reverse doodle jump. You just go down. Yeah, you're only going down, exactly. But uh, is his paw? It looks like does his paw on the control panel do anything, or is it just a joystick? It's just just a joystick. The paw, I. I when you walk by it, it's all lit up, so it looks like there might be like a big button or like like his different like fingerprints might be like buttons, yeah. but there's not. It's just a big light up. Oh, okay. Pop. That's all. Um, it's those kind of games that are so simple but hard is I think what keeps people addicted. Oh, totally. Because it's like Mario or even the original Angry Birds. Yeah. It's a very simple concept. Look at Move left, right. Mm-hmm. But to to get really far to and master it, right, takes a long time, and that and that's what well, it's not like it's uh that's what gets those kid gamblers mm-hmm. hooked. Mm-hmm. They also had uh, in that uh, in the water park, uh, the the local water park is called the Edge Water Park. I just use their actual name in case they're listening. But <laughs> um, the the Edge Water Park, they also have a newer uh, Galica game that also drops a ton of see this is my favorite is if you can have an arcade game that also gives you tickets that's the perfect mash i'll do that all day yeah because i get to the entertainment of uh the arcade game plus the redemption aspect so it's a, a double win and um you can get i think like 200 tickets out for that game so it's not as much as the pink panther plus pink panther looked easier Looks significantly easier. It's just back and forth. How, how, <laughs> I can do this. Like, do you know <laughs> how many tickets you won off Pink Panther in, in one try? Ah, uh, it was a. It was only enough to like get a. a um, like, did you get two hundred tickets off one play? I don't remember, buddy. Oh, what, what do you mean? The, the theoretical number. What you actually took home? What I took home, like off one play, your best play on Pink Panther. Oh, the the best you can do. Is I think you I think it's like per level, like you maybe get like uh, one point per maybe maybe either per level or maybe like per five levels. So so you get down five levels, you get like one ticket or something like that. So you don't get very much unless you win. If you win, you get a goddamn jackpot. 
So, so that's the whole point. Like you oh. don't get very much. You maybe get, let's say, like 30 tickets, which is a decent amount if you compare it to other games around. You're like, 30 tickets is fine because then you at least have a little handful of tickets, but you want the jackpot. That's what the whole point of this is. I see. I mean, because I remember when we played Ghostbusters and, yeah, we beat it or we got close and, uh, what was it, 500 tickets? or Yeah, 500 tickets. Speaking of which, at uh, the easiest game on the planet... Has changed? Oh, yeah. It's not Ghostbusters anymore. It's the Paw Patrol. Oh, God. Paw Patrol, literally, all it is is... And it's definitely made for little kids. They just walk up there. They punch the the big button. The wheel spins. And wherever it lands is is the ticket that you... Oh, you have to stop it. It doesn't just land. Like You, you hit it to start it, and you hit it to stop it. Right? Yeah, I just pulled a picture of it up. Right. The kid, well, that, kid in the middle spins and his finger points to a Exactly. He points at, a, at one of the different pups. Exactly. Well, at the very top is the bonus. Yep. And it doesn't change speed and it doesn't ramp up in speed, which is what I was expecting. I was expecting it the more times it spins, it's going to keep getting faster and faster and faster and you're never going to get the bonus. Well, nope. He just keeps spinning at, a, at an even rate. So you're able to pretty easily time the bonus. So it took me about three times to get the to get the timing down right, and then I was able to just get as many bonuses as I wanted. <laughs> what was their bonus set at? Do you uh, the bonus was so it had racked up to being like 500 points, but it defaults down to like 250. Now, I, I'm sure each arcade can set it change, what, yeah. yeah, whatever they want. So, I once I drained the first bonus, I was like, all right, well, we're done here until some more kids rack it up a little bit because I'm not gonna just keep putting in money. I mean, 200 to be honest, 200 or 250. Tickets is, is still a good amount for one buck. So how many spins do you get? Just one. You only get oh, one so spin. Oh, so you swipe one, you get one spin. Yes. And again, just like the other game. Oh, my God. So you the literally, jackpot is big. You literally are handing a dollar. 100%. For one spin. A ticket. The game is crap. Ugh, it's not. Well, it's not, it's not a, game. a game. Exactly. It's just some guy spinning. It's, it's pure gambling. It's pure gambling. It's not a game. Because you, you give him... You give him a dollar, and you have the potential of getting like five tickets out of it. Yeah, I, see. I don't know what the minimum is, but yeah, you get like five tickets out of it, or you can get a bonus for however many times somebody's going to keep spinning because then it slowly racks up. Uh, but yeah, I got like 500 tickets out of it. I was like, all right, well, we're done here until some more people put some more money in this. <laughs> we should go there and just start hustling the Paw Patrol until mm-hmm. we can buy a PlayStation. Hustling the Paw Patrol. Well, that's. A, well, they don't have that at uh, at the water park. They have that over at Adventure Zone, which doesn't have any good any good stuff on. The oh wall. wait, Paw Patrol's at the water park. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah Pink good. Panther is at is at the. No, oh, flip flop it. Pink Panther's at the water park. Adventure Zone has got Paw Patrol. But you does, can get a lot of candy. Does Adventure Zone have anything good? Like even at the top, top, top? No. No. Oh. Their their top tier stuff at Adventure Zone is just plastic garbage from China that that you sh- that you can get at the dollar store. What? Do you remember they had the machine, like, I don't know if it was a claw game or the one that goes, that LED goes back and forth? That, those do have good stuff in it. Yeah. But those are, like, next Self-contained. To the, yeah, those are self-contained. Yeah, that have, sucks. Like, to unlock and be, like, a key and stuff like that. I don't want to, I don't want to have to practice that game because no. I'll be dumping That game mind. is insanely hard. I There's people online who do pretty good at it, but I've been told many times that those games are cheater games, that even if you're a top-tier person who, like, plays this all the time, as a as a person who owns the arcade, you can set it so that they never win. <clears throat> yeah, I have t- 
talk to people online that are really good at them and they say, give me 50 bucks and I'll most likely come home with something like a console for you. Mm-hmm. That's how a lot of people were getting Nintendo Switches when they first came out. Mm. But, I mean, when you're sitting there spending $50 on maybe getting something. Yeah. It's a big gamble. It is a huge gamble. But, yeah. I mean, if I played that 50 times, I could probably start getting down the pattern. But, like you said, if if you... I'm assuming you can change the pattern and have it randomly generate speed and all that. Right. Or or you, you hit it and it just... The, that last block starts changing speed at different times, whatever. So then you can't ever time it correctly or whatever. But, uh, all right, anyways. So that is... You got any more, like, arcade or pinball stories? Let's move on to a little bit of video games. Yeah, I mean, I haven't done much, so let's move on. I haven't done anything in pinball arcade. I just fixed my games and... We'll update that when they move out of the building. Sure. Um, so Starlink, we've talked about Starlink quite a bit. In yeah, the you past. own it. Yeah, you love it. I love it. I think it's a great game. I think if you're looking for a modern uh, Star Fox game, this is it. You can it has, uh, especially on the Nintendo. I don't know if Star if Star Fox is in the other versions, like on Xbox or something like that. It shouldn't be right because you'd think it'd be an exclusive. But anyways, for at least the Nintendo Switch. He's got a major role in the story, so it's it's good. Um, there is a new Star Fox DLC dropping in April. That's going to have all of the characters in Star Fox be playable. They're going to have their own missions, and they're going to be hunting down the the sidekicks of uh, Star Wolf. Star Wolf has got a new story expanding, and he's bringing in all of his sidekicks. Before it was just Star Wolf in the game. Now he's got his three buddies that uh i don't remember what they're all like a monkey a pig and uh, i think a frog no it's not a frog it's a it's like an iguana i think but um or some kind of lizard i think it's an iguana though step anyways what's um, his name oh slippy is is on your team oh you're saying starlink not star fox well no star wolf did i I don't know maybe i didn't drop the word star wolf star wolf is the enemy Oh, that's why I didn't know what you're talking Correct. about. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Star Wolf is the bad guy, and Star Wolf has a monkey, pig, and uh, yeah. a lizard. No, I see what you're saying now. Yep, it's a chameleon-looking dude. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. chameleon's probably better. I'm, I'm so not, he's I'm the not bad guy. Him. And so his, can you play as him, or there's more bad guys? No, you're, you're hunting them down. You're trying to kill them. So there's more story to the bad guy. There's more story to the bad guy. He's brought in more characters, and then you get to use more characters. You're not just Star Wolf. You are... Uh, Falco, your Slippy, your uh, what's the rabbit's name? Hoppy. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, but uh, anyways, uh, I again the main reason why I played Starlink. Actually, the only reason why I played Starlink was because Star Fox and Star Wolf were in the game, uh, and the fact that they're they're doubling down on it. They're not just adding more. <laughs> Because I heard that there was no DLC and there was new characters and new uh, story and ships all coming out. Well, I thought that that was just them adding maybe to the original story, the one that's like on the other console games. But no, they're adding more, it seems like, uh, Nintendo exclusives. Because this was all dropped in the Nintendo Direct. Oh. Yep. So uh, is this going to be free? I do not know about that. I don't know, but honestly, they already have my money if it is going to cost money. Because, I mean, if you drop a Star Fox game, I'm going to buy it. 
if you're going to drop Star Fox DLC, I'm going to buy it. The idea of me being able to play with Falco is enough to me. For me was to Starlink in the game to begin with? I'm sorry. Star Wolf? Star Wolf. Wolf or, or Fox? Wolf. Star, yeah. Star, Wolf is... He is the, the villain in Star Fox's storyline. So who's the villain in the normal storyline? Or you don't know? It's like this overarching like empire that you're trying okay. to uh, fight back on. And then they hire Star Wolf as like a mercenary, or he's like he's like this outlaw. He's like this side character who's come to this place because he doesn't have to worry about Star Fox you know, hunting him down all the time. Where Star Fox shows up and he's like, "You got to be kidding me! Like, I can't get rid of this guy. <laughs> 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 I leave your galaxy and go to a different dimension, and you come over here and hunt me down. <laughs> what is it going to take?" <laughs> uh, this will be exciting. You'll have to let us know. Do you know when it comes out? Uh, it comes out in April. I'm not sure about this very specific date. No. And I, I, don't, I don't know if they even have a specific date for it, but it comes out in April. That'll be interesting because uh, it pretty much is the holdover until they make a new Star Fox, which... For sure. Maybe they'll make one in two years or more, but... Right. This will definitely hold fans over. And I don't know... Who's responsible for these DLCs? I don't know if it is like a Star Fox team coming in and doing this stuff, or if it's all Starlink doing all this stuff. I oh, assume sure. it's Starlink that's doing all the work, just with uh, Nintendo's permission or whatever. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. They had to make the most money off the Switch version. Oh, for sure. Well, it appears so due to the fact that the DLC came out exclusively for Nintendo. I mean, think about that. That that goes to show at how much that they were successful on the, the, the Nintendo Well, yeah, side but we don't things. know if Nintendo helped, like, paid them to do it. It could be. So it that Because well then, then it is like a Star Fox .5 game. But how so they this? don't have to release it. Star Link, when it was originally out there, I only blinked at it or even knew that it existed because of Star Fox. Star Fox hit Twitter or whatever. And then all of a sudden it became a thing. Like I, I looked at it and I was like, what, what is this game coming out? I need to buy this game. Correct, yeah. But so with that said, anyone who's maybe over on uh, Xbox, they probably didn't even notice or give a crap. That's what, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, okay. Not sure. Um, another big deal that kind of came out of nowhere and that also was in the Nintendo Direct was, uh, <gasps> yes, the, the Link Awakening, which is... Uh, a Zelda game that you and I have both never played came out uh, for the Game Boy. My God, this came out in 1993. Right. Um, Apparently, it was a super popular game. So have you played? Back, have you played a Zelda before? I've seen them, and then I, a couple of my friends had them, so I played them. And when when I say them, I'm referring to the old Game Boy versions. Uh, the new ones, uh, I actually have never played any of the new ones. My my brother played. What is it called? With the one that was on GameCube, the really expensive one. Wind Waker? Yes. He played that quite a bit. I never played that one. Um, or at least if I did, I didn't play it very much. I just watched him play it. I thought it was boring, so I sold it. <laughs> Go on. I have seen uh, Zelda out since I was getting consoles and Game Boy and stuff. But I've never played one until I bought my Wii, and then I purchased Twilight Princess as it was hyped up to me. That this is going to be the uh, great... This is on the Wii. We gotcha. That was my first experience ever playing Zelda. Okay, uh, I loved that game. That game was amazing. So 
Well, uh, that was a highly acclaimed game. A lot of people loved that game, just like they loved the new one that came out for the the Switch and stuff like that. Like, yeah, like, Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Um. So I had been meaning to go back and play a bunch of the old ones because they have just been told to me that they are great. Like um, the one on sixty four. Mm-hmm. God, I don't remember the names. Uh, Wind Waker is actually uh, that was remade and brought to the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Um, Twilight Princess was like, for instance, that was made on the GameCube, but then they ported it to the Wii as well, and so that double released, and then the version Breath of the Wild was also made, like started on the Wii U, and then was ported to the Switch and double released. So I own it for both. Oh, was it? I didn't realize Correct, that. Correct, yep. I thought it was an exclusive for the new one. Nope. Okay. I did not know that. Uh, so I haven't even played the original. Um, but. So, and I think there's a couple. I don't think it's just this Zelda. I think there's a couple that came out for uh, Game Boy. Um, my, there's, there's a handful. There's, yeah, there's like a so. four-player version that came out for the DS couple years ago okay well i'm the four, I'm, like link four swords or something sure but I'm, I'm referring to like when we were kids uh oh there's a bunch i yeah i've never i'm not like really. my, I think my cousin had one and then a couple of my friends had them and i watched them play them quite a bit and of course that was back in the day where anything that basically moved on a screen was epic you know what i mean so and this game from just watching the trailers it's really cool because you have an above-down view, just like the old game, and you're walking through like the tall grass, cutting the grass, doing everything just like you did in the old game, but it's been modernized. It's been brought to like a 3D rendered graphics. It's like claymation, very colorful, but, but 3D. Claymation? No, it's not, but it's it has that kind of look. Okay. I don't ever remember seeing any cutscenes from back in the day, so I don't know if they had this cool anime look or not, but... Uh, this current new version that is coming out has these really beautiful, wonderful-looking cutscenes. That's like like you're watching a cartoon or like an anime. Um, but the above-down view was enough of it to almost kind of sell me on it. Like I was looking at, like this is so cool that this is just like the old game, but just completely brought to the the current generation. Like yes, they're they're cutting down all these 3D models, and it just looks so. It just looks so colorful and cartoony and fun. He's still got the big head, just like he does in the oh, arcade, yeah. so I, or the old game. So I, I don't know. I was just very impressed with it that they didn't just kind of build it off of the, its old story, but they like legitimately <clears throat> made the old game, but in a modern. Nah, see, beautiful here's a picture, and world. this guys say why it looks like claymation. Like the trees here, uh, they're 3D modeled, of course, but like. It almost looks real, but not. Okay. The graphics are really good. You know, you, I mean, you know what this reminds me of, though, is that this looks like what they did to Yoshi's new game. Oh. Where, where it looks like, like that, he's kind of like yarn almost. Yeah. But there's a new one coming out for the Switch where it's that an updated version of the yarn game. Mm-hmm. And that's what it almost looks like. It almost looks like that same team worked on this game. Possibly. I, I don't know. Uh, I will buy this and I will play it, and that will be my first playing of Link's Awakening. I'm. It looks awesome. I'm impressed with it. I definitely want to play it. Uh, I think my brother would love it as well. It looks really, really cool. I don't know. I don't, I don't really have too much to say about it because I don't really know too much about it. Because again, I was never a huge fan of uh, Zelda and, and the Link games. I, I, I never owned. Uh, 
a Game Boy. All my friends maybe owned them, but I never personally owned them. So I just had to basically watch over somebody's shoulder the whole time while they were playing. Whereas this will be my yeah first experience with it. Um, does your brother have a Switch? He does now, yes. He got one? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Wow, way to step it up, Marshall. <laughs> um, one complaint, well, I, a couple people, the loud people on the internet, uh, were mad that they just wanted the original game brought. They want the original graphics. They just want the original game on Switch. Really? And it's like, <clears throat> I thought you guys hated Nintendo making ports. That's exactly what that is. <laughs> That's crazy. No, but why would they even... It would have to be super cheap. Okay, so here's the thing. You know how the Nintendo online subscription comes with free yeah. classic games? Mm-hmm. That'd be a place to put it. Sure. That's a totally a place to put but it. But what about... You can even drop it at the same time. That way you have like the new one and the retro one coming out at the same time. Like, sure. Oh, this is... You can see it side by side. The how problem cool is that, be? Uh, that is, quote unquote, you know, free and you're $20 a year. Where this is, I'm assuming they're going to charge, you know, forty to sixty dollars. Well, for sure. We'll look at it. it's a it's a brand new game. Yes, it's based on an old game, but, but a lot of art was building done. that from scratch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they could do, and they probably won't, but they could do what like Wonder Boy did was you hit a button and it goes to the sixteen or eight bit, That'd be and crazy. then you hit it again and it brings mm-hmm. you back to the three D or the cool new look. Mm-hmm. They did that with uh, I think the the re release of Halo One. So you could look back at what you were supposed to look like back in back in the day, and uh, is this like an Xbox One thing? Yeah. Oh, so, that'd be sweet. So you would see it in its old version, and your memory of the original Halo is way better than the reality. No matter what you remember of the game, it is way better than the reality because, like, you you click that button and you it flicks over to see the old version. And you're like, dear God, how could I ever? appreciate this game <laughs> it's xbox one man yeah that's it's blocky and mm-hmm. oh, xbox not a lot of de- yeah. uh yeah xbox original there's but it's blocky and there's not a ton of detail mm-hmm. um there's a rumor here that it could have uh co-op what are your thoughts on that i don't really see that'd how that work it'd be a game change it'd pretty much just be two links running around i still don't really get how that'd work i mean so in uh, in this game here, he runs around from like place to place. Like, he has like little fighting scenes and stuff like that, but he's like kind of running around by himself, like from area to area or cutting down stuff. Uh, so you could have a partner, I guess, doing it. But like, this is what I'm gonna say: uh, when Kirby has his game, one person is controlling Kirby and bringing them from like level to level. Okay, so we don't have a free willing guy just running around slowing up the whole entire process. Because you have one guy who's actually going to say, all right, we're going on to this level over here, and we're going to go play in that one. But once you're in it, then you can have up to four players if you want. And then they can just be all battling and jumping around and moving along the side-scroller. So here, if you have one guy just gumming up the works, like you're trying to go north and he's dicking around in the south, like you're not going to get anywhere. You'd have to be working together, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know. Hey, hey if it's... I'm sure they have an idea of how it will work. Well, they might not do it. This might be just, you know, people theory. Th- throwing theories out so that sure. they get clicks. Sure. Um, I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just saying that that is going to be an issue. And I guess that is a theoretical issue no matter what is if you have multiple people on one screen. If you have one guy who's not with the team and he's dicking around in the bottom of the screen 
none of you guys can go up because he's yeah. busy trying to yep. loot stuff down at the bottom. They do that in like uh, Gauntlet, Dark mm-hmm. Legacy and stuff where mm-hmm. you just, if people go on the opposite, it just stops at the screen right. and you can't go anywhere. Exactly. So it would, it would have to be something <clears throat> like that if they were going to do it. We'll see how it, well, I I, mean, I don't care. I need single player games, but if it had co-op, it'd be fun to be able to do it. Like Diablo works, mm-hmm. but we all have to. <gasps> that would be a perfect We're not stuck on the same thing. screen though, are we? Mm. We're on our own screens. It's it's a combo. You're on your own screens because if you all have your own switch, if I wander off, I'm on my own screen. Yeah, you don't have to look at me at all. But if we, because they had an ability to like, if you only had one, uh, oh, you can all switch, play on the same screen. You just keep handing everybody a controller. You can all play on one. Screen. I've and never done that. I've never done that either. But that is how that would work. You would all be stuck on one screen. So if one guy yeah. was trying to walk south and you guys are all trying to go north. You just got to yell at him, tell him to turn around. <laughs> luckily, luckily, you're next to each other. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, turn around for God's sakes. <laughs> um, another game that I think we both got excited for when we found out it was Switch only, and I don't know if this was in the direct or not, I have not watched it, but is Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. I don't think that it's in the direct. It could have been. I, I didn't. I just kind of skimmed through it. I, if I would have saw it, I would have stopped, but I didn't see it. Um, I'm very very excited for uh ultimate alliance 3 and i am blown away that it's a nintendo exclusive oh big time because this uh it shocks me that it's an exclusive i don't know if the last i remember alliance being on like gamecube but i don't remember i feel like this is like playstation 2 eras yeah which is yeah that's gamecube right Uh uh-huh yeah so that that whole time era is when this type of game existed because there was an x-men version and then it switched to uh marvel Mm -hmm. so so that way i don't know if that was around the first time when like the first Marvel movie started coming out, or if that was before the Marvel movies. But either way, um, it two thousand six was the first one, and two thousand nine was two. I don't. So I, I don't know. There was probably a movie started. out by then. Yeah. But there's a couple X Men games. I don't know if there's three of them, but there's at least two X Men games, and then they started coming out with the Marvel ones, and they were huge hits at the time. But they've. If, and I it's mean, co-op. It's super fun. Yeah, it's like Gauntlet. It's like Diablo style. Yeah, you're looking down at your characters. It's like, like you said, the like Gauntlet and like the, all them. So you're looking down at your characters, running around. They have tons of powers, and it's just an absolute blast it's to a have. Hack and slash co-op awesomeness. Right. It. This is my favorite way to enjoy superheroes. Is not just on a movie and not just in a comic book, but in a <laughs> video game where you can actually control their powers, like being Iceman or running around blasting stuff. It's or Wolverine slashing up stuff. It's just so much fun. Like this is video games is like the real reason why I like superheroes. If that makes sense. I think the cool thing about these kind of games is they're over the top where they flood you with bad guys because mm-hmm. you just get to overuse your powers. Oh, and yeah. that's the fun part. Oh yeah. Definitely. Where if it was just like you're one superhero and you're going through a normal like side scroll or 3D, uh-huh. it's just not as fun. But if you're just overusing your powers and just blowing crap up, that's mm-hmm. what makes it amusing mm-hmm. and a fun to play game. Mm-hmm. So I I want to say it was like two to four player, and it's only on Switch. It's by Team Ninja, and they did uh, the remake of that Ninja game on Xbox. Oh, that's right. Okay, I didn't realize. I didn't put those dots together until just now. A uh, Ninja Gaiden is what yep. you're referring to. Oh, Dead or Alive. They did the Dead or Alive series. Really? I didn't <clears> know that. 
Yeah, so that's awesome. They're uh, really good. Team. Just got in some trouble recently. Did you hear for about the boobs? This? For the boobs. Yeah. Yep, they did because uh, the, the new Dead or Alive game was coming out, and they're like, they spent even more time like making sure the boobs jiggled a certain way. Yep. It was like, yeah, you guys don't need to have them hanging out everywhere. No, but at the same time, that is the, that that's their that that's their shtick, if you will. Like that's what they are known for. That's their thing. Like if you want a Mortal Kombat game, that already exists. So if you want like a violent game. Mortal Kombat, that's it. If you want like this just really fast-paced, uh, more funny, like uh, not not funny, but more cartoon-style game, that's your, that's your Street Fighter. Yeah. It, there uh, is, is a very so sexual game. It has been. Like, I remember Dead or Alive 2 on PlayStation 2 was one of the first, and the graphics were amazing. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the first games to have, like, they touted as the boobs jiggle the like, butt like real, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah for, but, but not now the butt jiggle too, FYI. Oh, that's, <laughs> I wouldn't even have known. I'm assuming Snake from Metal Gear's butt is real nice and jiggly. Just, just firm. <laughs> just, his, his is rock solid. He's got then, buns of steel. <laughs> God, he did the stepper class. Yeah, exactly. Buns of steel, five. <laughs> but they also made Dead or Alive volleyball, which is. But that's because that's what I'm saying. Like this no, is no, I know that that's it was such an overly sexualized game that they're like, oh, we should just put them in bikinis. And it probably is no problem in Japan, but in in the U.S. we're getting extremely PC. Oh yeah. And so, back in the day, this would have flown no problem. But yeah. now that everybody's calling out everything, mm-hmm. um, it is over the top. Like I don't, I'm not uh, a horned up teenager anymore. But that's not even what they got in trouble for. Oh, they didn't even get in trouble for the game. Well, I thought it was because it was. Too much showing. No. They, what I was referring to is this just happened I, just a couple of days ago. Oh, that I am not aware of oh, yeah, this yeah, new one. Because they just were like, can you they got They got kicked off of Twitch. They got kicked off of Twitch because uh, they were too sexual. So they, um, and it oh, wasn't even the game. God. They were doing like a live release or like a live playthrough. And they had these girls on stage who were like, it was in Japan. So they're all speaking Japanese. And uh, they were going to demonstrate some of the jiggling, but they were using their own body parts. Oh, so like they <laughs> they didn't like take off their shirts, but they like lifted up their shirts and have like their bra underneath, and then they started jiggling. And it's for everyone who I'm, who's watching. I'm sure this was an A plus moment for them. Like, whoa, this is way better than I was <laughs> expecting. <laughs> and then you have the, the Twitch team who's like, shut this shit down. And then uh, they, they they bombed it and they they banned them from twitch or at least they shut it down i don't that know just, if they banned uh, them or not again that might fly over there but just it seems it's, over yeah, the top yeah, it seems n- kind of stupid right in the united states it's, it's not gonna fly but yeah they were <laughs> what's well, unnecessary watching, uh, i was watching a guy review the the moment <laughs> Jesus. and it was it was uh, a plus comedy gold because <laughs> it comes back to him and he's just like dumbfounded he's got like, his, his glasses down like Trying to make sure he's <laughs> getting every moment of the scene, but uh, I don't know it f- for their clientele. That was a good move. The problem is in the United States, that's currently not a good move. So uh, yeah, they got dropped from Twitch, kicked off of Twitch, or whatever. But, that's uh, the thing. If you're if you have your fan base of dead or alive people, yeah, they're used to this. Yeah, they're okay with it. Correct. Uh, no you matter what your sex is right you go outside of that realm if everybody else looking in sees this yeah they're gonna want to shut it down yeah which is what happened and i don't remember if it was dead or alive or if it was uh the remake of soul like there's a new soul caliber coming out which 
is similar. Sure. With some weapons. Yeah, you're right. They got some jiggling going on in there, too. But I, I forgot which one it was, because they both, I think, have a new game coming out. They had too much cleavage. Like, too much was showing in sure. the costumes, where fans, or I mean, maybe not fans, the media kind of, like, Correct. said... That, that's this usually game is where, a great fighter, but this is just way too much. You guys got to cut it back. Yeah. That's usually where it stems from is, and is if you the look, media. Which is interesting. Mortal Kombat 11, the new one, they are covering up stuff. Correct. And bringing body proportions to a little more normal level. Yep. Which is interesting. Which is nice to see, like, because your demographic now isn't just 16 to 18-year-old males. Mm-hmm. It's almost everybody now. Yep. So let's just make video games that are okay with everybody. Yeah, gaming has expanded drastically. It is, like you just said, this is not just teenage boys. Which, I mean, if it was strictly teenage boys, you got your demographic locked down. And, and, and hey, I, I would still say the vast majority, and it is definitively the vast majority, are uh, younger slash you know up to like 35-year-old males. But at the same time... Uh, it has expanded to encompass everybody. Mm-hmm. So to really make something that's you know relatively offensive for a lot of women out there, it uh, just don't do it anymore. Yeah, you're not doing yourself any favors on especially sales. for a big title yeah. like Mortal Kombat or a big title like Street Fighter. They don't need to delve in that. They want to make money off of everybody, and they can make a lot more money off of but by not necessarily going more PC because I mean Mortal Kombat is the opposite of PC. And uh, I guess there's quite a bit of hypocrisy in the fact that Twitch will watch you, you know, pull someone's head out of their socket or break someone's eye, eyes balls and st- all this different stuff. But then a little bit of jiggle is too much for them. Well, what bugs me about Twitch, though, too, is that they have – there's girls on Twitch that literally just show totally. off their cleavage. Totally. And they don't even play games. Nope. They might play a game. Well, yeah, they have a, they have a game controller in their hand. And they just talk to the camera the whole entire time, and they get away with it because they have a controller in their hand. And it's like, okay, so this is, she's just shelling herself right. out. So the fact that you would ban these guys over a little bit of jiggle. Now, granted, I don't, I don't watch those streams, so I don't know if, if they are just sitting in the chair or if they also happen to bounce around and jiggle as well. Because that, that might be what the key is. Like, is <laughs> as soon as you get a couple bounces in there, then all of a sudden Twitch is like, well, we've gone too far. It's like, it's like a tilt bob and pinball. Yeah, it's like, it's Third like time, we're shutting this down. It's yeah, exactly what Third it's jiggle. like. Third jiggle. We can get two. <laughs> we can get two. Two, two, two jiggles a stream. Right. One's is okay. Two is maybe an accident. Three, oh, we know what you, what you just done now. <laughs> tilt warning. <laughs> no bonus. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think back in the day before, um, before the internet was big, you know, all we had to base a game purchase off was either a magazine or the cover art. So if like for me, when I was like 16 or 14 and I saw a cover, like if I saw Dead or Alive 2, I'd be like, yup, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. I don't care if the game's good or bad. There was just an attractive female on it mm-hmm. and it was like i'll play that yep um and now that i'm adult and uh i don't have time to game as much it's like you need the internet for reviews you need to check out the game before you buy it because i have other stuff to buy I have other things to do so I, my time is valuable i'm not gonna buy it. like mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. uh i like that and luckily from reviews or even demos i would know that street fighter is not my thing i'll go buy mortal Kombat instead sure but I just recently saw a picture of 
a couple of the females from Mortal Kombat and saw that they the the chatter about their proportions and stuff. And it was nice to see that it's not just because it's, it's it's a little weird where it's like you have overdressed men, but sure. then very scantily dressed sure. women no, I, I fi- fighting. I and you. it's like plus there's a story and mm-hmm. no, um, yeah, Mortal Kombat has definitely gone in the opposite direction where they're they're covering up more. They're they're coming up with the cooler. I mean. They're coming up with really cool outfits. The, the yeah, team, they look good. The, the teams that make Mortal Kombat and uh, Injustice, because it's the same team that makes both of them, they are just phenomenal when it comes to uh, set design as well as character design now. It's just A+. plus. Yeah, you don't have to have huge boobs hanging out to, to have a good-looking mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think their stories uh, have a long ways to progress. I think their stories are still garbage, but they're, they exist now, whereas they, they never existed <laughs> really before. What are you talking about? You just fought con- the main guy. You just work your way up the ladder. Yeah. Well, that <laughs> is better, to be honest, than their, their little story modes, because I feel like their story modes have, uh, well, like I said, it's... I personally don't care for them. I think they're half garbage. But well, yeah, that's just my personal opinion too. It's a fighting game with. It's like Call of Duty is right. has an offline or it Correct. did, and uh, no one liked it, so it was just well, just really multiplayer. Yeah, and from what I've been told, I've only played I think one Call of Duty uh, story mode, and I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I think everybody who buys the games really enjoys Call of Duty, but they know. 99% of our game is played in multiplayer. What is the point of us spending so much money, so much time, so much effort to create a story with great actors? We hire people to come in and... like All like, voice like, work, yeah. Yeah, like they hired uh, Kevin Spacey a while ago when he was... And obviously, you can, you can get him for anything now because no one even wants him now. But at the time, he was at the top of his game. He was at the top of the House of Cards and all this different stuff. And they brought him in, which I'm sure costs... Tons and tons of money to be able to get Kevin Spacey to do it because they also had like motion capture his face and everything. Oh, sure. But uh, no one even plays that story. They play it maybe one time through and then they go back to playing with all their, all their buddies in the multiplayer. So, and I, I've I know people who have bought the game, like uh, my brother in law. He's never played the a couple of the last multiplayers. He's just gone. Oh no, no, no a couple of the last stories. He's only gone straight to the multiplayer. Uh, so it just goes to show that it was a wasted effort. A lot of people got pissed off when they removed the story. Um, because, like myself, I like story modes a lot. So I, I get, I've never really bought any of the latest Call of Duty, so that doesn't really matter to me. But to remove a story mode for me is a big deal. How come I let you borrow World War II Call of Duty and you didn't play it? Um, I just never got around. Because I, I, I was just playing Destiny left and right. Oh, plus, for that matter... My gaming in general has dropped down. But if I have one game, or if I have some time now, it's usually just based on one game. Like, I, I gotta, right now it's Apex. I gotta play Apex. Or I gotta play, if I'm trying to wean my way off of Apex, I'll play a little bit of Destiny. I, I, t- I played both over the weekend, which I really enjoyed. So, like, there was <clears> PUBG, <throat> which didn't, which started, I guess, a trend of some sort. But it wasn't Battle super Royale, popular. Yeah, yeah Battle yeah. Royale. And then. It was Fortnite popular. People it. all knew what it was, but it never hit like it did until Fortnite showed up. Once Fortnite showed up, for some reason, it hit that uh, that high school aged teenage boy in the right way. I don't know if it was the art or what it was specifically that took off, but it it kind of seems like the art and like 
the different skins and stuff, and then just the building. Like, and it, it might have been it's that it so was different free. than just a normal shooter. It could have been. It could have been a lot, of, lot to do with the building, because it was a spin on it that was very unique. Um, so it was like a like a, like a mix between PUBG and uh, uh, Minecraft to make this amazing game. Yeah. Oh, honestly, that might have been a big one because like, Minecraft was uh, big for a really long time. It's still big. Minecraft is still crazy big. Um, either way, yeah, Fortnite made it fly, and it maybe had to do a lot with its uh, free play as well. It was free; anyone could get it. Yep. Whether you were rich or whether you were poor, you could play it. You just need internet and mm-hmm. a console. Well, now it's everything. But. Now it's on everything exactly. So that was another big deal: is that if you didn't even have a console, if all you had was an iPhone, you could play with your buddies who had an Xbox. You could play with your buddies who had a PC. So. Uh, it was pretty impressive that uh, they were able to make something like that happen. And then uh, I think when it comes to Apex Legends, Apex Legends is something that I think some the people were looking for. They need the next thing. So mm, yeah, they almost are holding it against Fortnite at this point. Like, you're the big dog. You've been the big dog for so long that we want anything else. Apex is really good. At the same time, I think that it benefited that it was something new. Can you play... Like, if we boot this Xbox One up, can mm-hmm. we play co-op online, like, from the same Xbox? No. So everybody needs their own. Everyone needs their own machine. Yeah. Which, yeah. I mean... And it doesn't have the... See, and this is why I say I think that it benefited from being new. It doesn't have what Fortnite has in the ability that uh, you can be on any platform. And they're all connected me as an Xbox player, I cannot play against a PC player. Not on yet. Apex. Yeah. Not yet. They're saying that that's all to come, but it isn't, isn't available yet. Whereas that was a lot of stuff that people were saying about Fortnite was, look how inclusive they are. Well, now, where I mean, you they, are, <coughs> what you're on. That you was the game together. that was popular enough to, I guess, have the juggernauty ability to push that envelope yep. and make it happen. Mm-hmm. It, um, for God's sakes, it pushed the one holdout of, you know... Fucking uh, PlayStation. PlayStation. They may forced PlayStation to finally give in to the master. And I guess they fixed the issue where if you signed up... Like, if you logged into the PlayStation one, it would, like, delete all your other crap. Oh, really? They they finally fixed everything. It's working now, which That's is good. good. But uh, I, I I really... I, I love Apex. I think Apex is awesome, but I, I really do think that it benefited from just being a, something that was different. People wanted a new game. They always want something new. Mm-hmm. Like, I always want the next pinball machine. I don't want to wait three months, four months. Mm-hmm. You just always want the next new thing. Because then you want to be you want to be playing it. Mm-hmm. Because everybody else is playing it. And, like, Ninja goes to the new game. And everybody wants to play what Ninja does. And I don't know. Yeah, it's just, it's just what, whatever's popular. Right. Um, is that it? I think that's it. I gotta get playing games more. We're gonna do pinball league this week. All right, let's do it. Let's get do a babysitter. It. You got it. We'll drop do the it. kids off at my wife's house. You got it. She loves taking care of kids. Okay. Well, wow, I'll yeah. let her know. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're gonna do it, and uh, I'll get back down to the bar. I think tonight. Go look at Sopranos. Okay. I'm gonna have a uh, brewski. All right. Well, that is it for this week we're always posting up new content uh, new gaming news all this different stuff on facebook just search for flipping and mashing you'll be able to find all of the literally i scrounge the internet constantly it's hey i do have a question yeah, before i pee my pants yeah, yeah you had posted something on our facebook mm-hmm. 
this this uh, this PlayStation Five thing. Have you read this? No. We should talk about that next time. Okay. Because either way, like at this point, we're, we're gonna have to. It's gonna have to be for the next time because this is big news. But we're gonna have to talk about it for next time. No. All right. Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. <laughs> we have we have a PlayStation Five at the office. No. Damn it. Cliffhanger. <laughs> hey everybody, that is it. You have a great week. Bye-bye.